Hello, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Why Theory. As always, I am your host, Ryan Engley, joined, as always, by co-host Todd McGowan. Todd, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, Ryan. It's just another episode? I don't know. Just another episode? Seems special. Or is it... Is it maybe it's our 100th episode? This is our 100th episode. Now there were fools out there that said we wouldn't make it to 100 minutes, usually because of your predilection to destroy uh, the uh, recording. That's in right. The early days. That, that, <laughs> I did that quite often in the early days. You did that quite <laughs> often. But this is um, this is a, it's a, in my, we don't normally do this, but it's a it's a milestone for us, um, and it's very meaningful. It's, it's crazy. This podcast started and the. Um, I don't know. I can't. I don't know if I've told this story on this on this podcast. I probably have. Usually, if I think I haven't, uh, I've brought it up once before. But I still vividly remember you calling me yes. um, and asking if we could, because you'd been asked to be on a bunch of podcasts, and you're like, maybe we should do our own. Like, would you? And your thing was, this was the only requirement for for you was you said, do you think it could be funny? That's what you said to me. <laughs> That's and, right. That's right. That's right. And uh, so we started with theory of comedy. Um, and you, but a, you invented the the name. Why theory? I did invent you, it. Yeah, it just um, yeah. yeah, like uh, like John Lennon coming up with the Beatles. Yeah, the green. It, just, <laughs> it just occurred to me. You are the um, Lennon. That's right. But anyway, <laughs> thanks to our listener for being loyal to us for this. Oh, I mean, yeah. listeners. It, sorry. I yeah. No, that's a nice slip. Yeah. That's like a no, I was funny. kid. I was a joke. Oh, oh that's a good one. <laughs> anyway, um, it's it's uh, yeah. So it's super. So in the spirit, I mean, like this started. I was a graduate student, and now this is my third year of my. I'm in at a tenure track job, so this has been a, a crazy journey. Um, Let's just say week, you've should... leapt past me because you're at a much more appealing <laughs> tenure track job than I have. <laughs> so let's just be clear about that. So. I'll have to I'll have to make up for it somehow and make yeah. a, I'll, have to, I'll, I'll have to make this place worse. Do, yeah. Will you yeah. accept that? That would be fine. All right. That would be fine. All right, okay. Yeah. I'll work I'll work to, to destroy Pomona. Yeah. Um and also just personally, I probably should have mentioned this last year. That, uh next week I will be celebrating uh First year of a uh, one year uh, wedding anniversary. My uh, my wife and I, Carrick, who I mentioned every once in a while, we got married during the pandemic Zoom ceremony in Hemet, California, um, which even people who are here were like, what, where? So that's that's pretty good. That's, um, yeah, congratulations. I guess that's what people say, right? When they that's what they say. Yeah, yeah. people, <laughs> friends. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I wish my own birthday wasn't celebrated. I don't, I, holidays do not. They don't appeal. They don't. They don't. I, I like to view every day as the same, but you know, that, other people well, don't. Although, well, that's true. I mean, except for Christmas, I think you and I have a thing. I, I do like but, Christmas, um, right? The Christmas movie, especially, right? especially. Yeah. So, in the spirit of this being a like a one hundred, I was going to say a hundredth year. That's really funny. Yeah. That's how long it's felt, um, especially in pandemic. But a hundred episodes. Um, there are three things I wanted to lay out. Three things. It's going to be relevant. It's going to help us with uh, get into our topic today, which is the the id. And I think that's a really nice episode. It is. We didn't plan it this way. It's we a really did. nice episode to end up right. being the one hundredth. Right. Uh, so going back, there's something to. Um, to help, maybe this is someone's first episode. You never know; that happens sometimes. But if there are three principles that you could go listen to um, any run of episodes that we've done, three principles that I think that you know we try to keep, uh, we try to hew to very, very, very closely. Um, and I'm going to lay this out here, which is that like we we have an, an insistence on the subject, right? As understood as a split subject, um, the uh, dialectic understood as a generative and constitutive. Contradiction, right? Uh, rather than synthesis or just like 
in, 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 incoherence right. that, that needs to be right. pushed pushed past, or even some um, kind and, of like oppositions constantly at war with each other. Not that, right? Right. Yeah. No. Not that. Right. And then this would be the third one: is that the uh, the the radical act and its possibility is possible. Well, even so, that, even the idea that the radical act is possible, or like, yeah, you could even say it like something like miracles happen, right? Yeah, Something, which is why we both like sports so much. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, the the secular miracle. That's yeah. what that's that's what is at uh, for us. That's that's what that's what's at work in uh, in sports. And I think so. This is the. Um, this or are you winning a we, lot of money from me? I don't know which is it. I don't know. All right. One of those things at work. Yeah. We don't, don't have to talk about the fantasy <laughs> league on the show that I am nine and zero oh in. Uh, we don't got to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, but that those three ideas, uh, subject the way that we uh, understand the, the dialectic and the, the possibility of the radical act that is um, that's in, I think in miniature, like our a framework for Absolutely. it doesn't matter who we, right. who we does not matter who we cover um, right. or, or who we're talking about. It's that's the, that's the theoretical principle we're trying to advance. Which and means when, I think Ryan, it, isn't that why it seems like we're unfair to someone like Deleuze or someone like Adorno yeah. because it's precisely from this, position that we are trying to analyze their thinking. So yeah. it's necessarily to a partisan of that thinker or that position, it's going to seem like, wait a minute, you're not really getting it. But we're yeah. get, we actually do kind of get it. We've read, we've read everything by the thinkers that we talk about. And we're, what we're trying to do is say like, okay, from, from this certain philosoph- theoretical, philosophical, political perspective, this is where this comes up wanting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's true. Like you know, when when uh, when our when 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 I, I suppose the stable of thinkers with whom you could uh, label as our people uh, fall short of this. Like we are, you know, keen to call call it out. You know, like right. Hegel and the you know we we completely endorse the uh, the like Susan Buckmore's uh, position on uh, Hegel's racism. Right, like that's right. that's when he falls short of being dialectical. Like that's, that's a, that's a concrete instance of him uh, falling short of, of, of his own idea. Um, and of course, uh, like the dualism that, um, and, and and Freud laps into, uh, at, at certain times. Uh, so yeah, I think, uh, so if this is, so, so the, the two, why, why give the overview? Well, it's the 100th episode, uh, could be somebody's first. And if, if you've been here for all 100, just try to as as we do with the uh, material that we cover. Just to try to give like a like an overview and a, and a, and a, to to put a spine right yeah. through uh, through everything. Yeah. So um, that is going to lead us into and very importantly is going to lead us into this discussion of the id because we want to make a uh, a connection between the uh, dialectical contradiction and the and the id, right. which uh, is is not as. Um, apparent or as obvious I, I don't think as as it might as it might seem like it might like it, it's like sort of it it's inevitable with the way that we cover things that right. i think we would have this position right but it's not inevitable from the the material itself that's from right. the source that's so, right that's right i think yeah it, yeah, yeah. It, it is fascinating right because i actually think doesn't i mean in the ways that we'll talk about that it it, it fits into all three of those things you laid out as our principles right like i think mm-hmm. in a way That'll that'll make sense, like subjectivity, dialectics, and then radical act. But, but mm-hmm. I I do think so. One of the one of the things that's most fascinating about it is 
to do research for this episode was to find a lack of things to research, right? Like, like unlike <laughs> yeah, right, the ego right. where there's just a plethora of things to read and the superego where you know, Slavoj devotes an entire chapter of Metastases of Enjoyment to superego by default. Right. And it's an amazing, I think yeah. you could even make the argument that's like the height of his thinking. Um, mm. I don't think wow. I would say that, but I think you, you could easily imagine. <laughs> someone could. Someone, I like no, that. I mean, yeah. seriously, someone I think someone could seriously yeah, yeah, yeah. say that. Um, yeah. but nice. so, 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 but, but the, what's fu- funny is I think the, the hit is the, is the one term that was invented, like ego existed before psychoanalysis, mm-hmm. superego, mm-hmm. uh, superego didn't, but, but it was a totally invented term and, and at least in the English translation, which we right. should talk about. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll and talk and about it's, I think, in a way, the term most identified with psychoanalysis, that Freud is this thinker who unearths this mm-hmm. id, this cauldron of drive, this untoward desire, whatever you want to call it, like that. I mean, I'm talking about in the popular imagination. And, and yeah. that, that this, this base instinct, maybe, which I one mm-hmm. way that I think it's understood, uh, and that that's really what Freud's main thing was. That and and it, it's interesting. You can if you look up id, like it often gets equated with or linked to Oedipus complex, right? Like the id yeah. is what would drive you to want to have sex with the parent rather than, you know, the ego tells you, oh, don't choose a different partner, mm-hmm. right? So that's an important aspect of it. That it, it it it's thought of as the fundamental psychoanalytic concept popularly, I think, but. It has to be in that way misunderstood as something like animal instinct, whereas I think yeah. the distinction between we've talked about before that Freud makes between the German words instinct and trieb, or in English instinct and drive, I think applies to the id. That the the id is the site of drive, not the site of instinct. So that's the first I think important idea. Can that, I follow up on that? Yeah, yeah, please quick? do, please do. So just, and again, in case anyone's hearing this for the first time, or I mean, so much, so much of these concepts, I used this metaphor the other day in class is that like, when you go through these things, it's like you're painting a wall, you know, you don't do it one time, you have to many, many, many coats. And then, uh, hopefully, uh, you come to a point where you destroy that wall, <laughs> you do something else. And you, you do something you else. Yeah. Yeah. You do something else. But to just to paint the wall a little bit, like when, um, whenever Freud, so this is, uh, it's a distinction that is collapsed in the standard edition, uh, the English translation uh, that it, the standard edition that Freud even approved right. from James right. Krejci, uh and and others. And he uses two different words, instinct and trieb, as Todd said. And when he uses the word instinct with a K in German, uh, it's biological necessity. Right. When he uses trieb, it is that which exceeds biological necessity. Right. And that's that's a, and so that's a nice like. Um, I, I, I think about like it was also one of the like uh, just like to support your point about um, like this being like really a primary in the popular imagination uh, yeah. as a concept for uh, for psychoanalysis. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I learned this in like my sophomore year of high school, high school uh, right, right. E- English literature class. Right. And there's the uh, you get the iceberg model. We talked right. about this before <laughs> yeah. the iceberg model of the psyche yeah. that's attributed to Freud, yeah. where it's on the on the top is the superego and in the middle is the ego and at the bottom is the id. Right. And then you read a book like Lord of the Flies and then, you know, the characters that kill Piggy are like the id from the id wild. wild. Like right. it's this and and then it's like, ah, it's it's so like even if you think that's outside of um, 
of, of, of animality or, you know, like, like animal instinct. It's, it's still that like what happens is in a story like that is that these kids lose all tie and all mooring to like, you know, quote civilized society and they act on their like basest instincts. So even if you know, like there's still that connection where it's excessive. So there's that piece of it, which is the the drive, the crucial, but it, yeah, is is a crucial part but it's also pulled back to like it's it's well it's like not human or right, so, you know right. it's it's more it's more more animal and more base and that's the part that is mistaken um is mistaken it makes it, it kind of uh um I, I don't know why i've been maybe this is because of the iceberg model i'm, I'm thinking about hemingway but you know that great line from snows of kilimanjaro the the the, the alcohol blunted the edge of of, of yeah. that character's perceptions yeah. i think that's what when to, to incorporate the animal instinct, it blunts the edge of the id as an idea. Absolutely, right? Because you're exactly right to emphasize it's the id is the site of our excess, right? But mm. but it's <laughs> the the thing is it's 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 a it's an excess that's not contra civilization. It's an excess mm-hmm. produced by civilization, right? So nice. that's yeah. the I think that's the Freudian that's the point of the distinction between again lost in the English translation between instinct and trebe, instinct and drive, that, mm-hmm. that, and again, the reason why you can't write a corrective is because Freud approved the translation, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. So, so he licensed <laughs> this. Um, uh, and I don't think you're allowed to go back and say, well, wait a minute, we understood psychoanalysis a little better than Freud. And so it's probably <laughs> it's not, pretentious. It's not yeah. allowed. Yeah. Right, right, right. A little yeah, pretentious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think that, but I think that, that, that to think of it as the excess produced by my subjection to signification. Mm. And I think this is where that's what Lacan that's really nice. is, 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 is basically saying. And that, that, so that I, as a result of my subjection to the signifier, I become a lacking being that acts excessively. And that the mm-hmm. way that I act excessively is the id. What's interesting is the way in which that has been translated as id in English. And then, what the original is in German and then how it's translated in French. There's a whole kind of fascinating dynamic there, right? So Freud's term is das S, which means mm-hmm. the it, right? So it's like, think how different it would be if we we called that thing in the psyche that, oh, that's your it at work. Like it would be totally yeah, different. The I it, think. yeah. Yeah, the it, yeah. I, th- I just think it'd be totally different. And then in, in French, it's, Le sa, which means the, it's the that, it's the, it's this, this, which again, I think suggests it's something that's out of your, your control. Fascinatingly, and, id is just a word in, totally invented to translate das s into English. And I don't understand really why it's invented, it's taken well, it, from Latin, but I don't get why you yeah. would invent a word. I think it's so funny though, because it makes the, um, just in the, in, in that, <laughs> translation like a uh, uh, trajectory it's the the french ends up showing you because it, it being like that in english like that ends up like that is the is how we got id <laughs> right like, through italian through, like it's it's kind of well it's, through it's latin really interesting. right yeah through, through latin, latin. Yeah, 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 yeah right 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 um but yeah that and, yeah, it, it doesn't right what we do right you're exactly right we have that which would be fine but we have it in Latin, so it sounds nobody knows that id stands for that, right? Like so, it just you, you kind of miss it. Well, it's and I think that this goes back to your point, and this is what's crucial: is that um, id 
seems, and and I might even go so far as to say it seems, um, m- m- proximate, like oh. really, really personal and proximate. But the point that you made that's really important is that it's the excess generated by civilization, right. society, right. by the social, by the signifier. And that's where, to because it's just such a regular word, you can't avoid saying it, that's where that is more interesting. Like that... Yeah, it points at an at an outside. It is the the idea is more extimate as like yeah as yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah. So there you could have a whole theory right that this wouldn't work out. I think chronologically historically, okay. But that because the Fuck French let's, let's hear it. Yeah, I know because the French translated id or das s as lasa, Lacan mm-hmm. was able to be formed right. Like yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. that there mm-hmm. or. I don't know how it worked historically because I don't know what the original. I just know that's the translation now. But it could have been Lacan's mm-hmm. influence that actually. I don't think it was, but it could. You know what I'm saying? Like, but there is a kind yeah, yeah. of correspondence, I think, between Lacan's emphasis on the word you exactly, precisely chose of extimacy, that which mm-hmm. is most that's closest to us, but is actually external. Right. That's why he invented yes. that word, mm-hmm, which is an mm-hmm. incredible word, extimacy, and and and. That's why we find our unconscious out there in the other, right? That's the basic psychoanalytic idea. Same thing Mm -hmm. with our id, because our id is necessarily, and I think this separates it from the other two registers. The id is, I think, for Freud and Lacan, necessarily unconscious, right? Like that. Yeah. And that's why the it or the that really captures, in an important way, its otherness to us. Although you're right, id not it not as much as as that does. And I think that I think in a way the the sa is the best formulation of the id yeah i mean especially pursuing this line of of thought of like making it clear that it it's because it, it, it does uh and it's, it's this is just going to be funny like i like i have to stop myself from thinking every time i use the word it or that as like it's just being somewhat like performative of the thing we're talking about right, so i'm just gonna right. try to yeah, try, try to repress that try to, to make the conversation that, yeah. work for for uh, for good radio but um it's uh see here we go um what's in, what's interesting to uh, to me on 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 this thread is that like the the popular conception as, as this is why we've started with this is that like the the id seems to be like drawing back to something uh the primal primordial like, right or primal yeah yeah, yeah or yeah. primordial yeah, yeah exactly and and which means it is a like it's a total retreat from from signification is like like trying to bring almost like go to a a, a space beyond it that is just um, pure drive. And again, there is a piece of that that I think is correct because we are linking it, you know, it, it with drive, but it's, it's not, it's, it's the, the social that occasions that, uh, that drive. Right. And it's, it's really, it's, I, I, to me, like, like quite fascinating, like when we're like, uh, planning to do this episode, you said that like you know, the, the the research comes up a little light. Did you tell me there's five references in Lacan? To, something to like that. Lacan? It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it, yeah. And I think that it's unfortunate that it, that it, it, as an idea, it has so, so much of like an assumed value, right. Um, right? Rather than this this thing, but like as being something that is um, extimate as as being occasioned by the social, being occasioned by civilization, and this clash which is one of the things that, that I find most interesting uh, for psychoanalysis as a just as a as a perspective or, or a prism is that like the it doesn't imagine that 
there are, I'm writing something right now that we're, this is, uh, so this is like top of mind for me right now, but like psychoanalysis doesn't imagine the problems of the social are, uh, secondary or ad hoc, but the social is itself a problem. Right. And it's also this thing that through that tension, like, like of the, the, the individual, like the, the, of the, 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 the ego being in the social is that like, you have this, you have this id, not like, created but like i th- like would you say that like the 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 social ends up prescribing the actions which seem id like like that like it, it creates those con- th- that condition yeah. of possibility yeah would you phrase yeah. it that way yeah i think yeah. that's right i think that's right that because they're threatening to it right like the, i think that's yeah. freud's i think that's one of his basic ideas that holds right that the id represents a threat to the to through to that civil even though it is a product of it Mm-hmm. It nonetheless, it's like it bears, it's like a society bears its own, what, th- its own menace, right? Like it's a, what, mm. it, just like the, you know, like the capitalism creates its own grave diggers. It's the same idea, I think, that, that, <laughs> yeah, nice. So that's the connection between Freud and Marx that, that for, for Freud, society produces this, das es, the, the id, and, and, and it, and, and that threatens it. It's, it's, I mean, I think it can be marshaled. Uh, towards some kind of sociality, some kind mm-hmm. of like uh, bond with others, but I think most often it manifests itself as destructive of any kind of social bond, right? Like it's yeah. it's the it's the articulation of something that that sh- is is shattering, and that's why I think it to come back to your three points in the beginning, like mm-hmm. I think. The the it is the art is the most basic articulation of subjectivity, mm-hmm. and I think it manifests mm-hmm. itself always in terms of some internal contradiction that it can that it's like it's pushing in one direction and in another direction at the same time, and so it's not like a instinct in that sense, right? Like, and that's why drive is is important to to identify with with it, and then I think it's also the site of miraculous eruptions of, of incredible change like like the the great say art one of you know the revolutionary moment we go back to so often the haitian revolution right like it's a mm-hmm. what is it an explosion of it's one well, not an explosion of superego for sure mm-hmm. it's no. not an explosion of ego like oh we're gonna sit around make sure everything no it's an explosion of id right like that's mm-hmm. the that's what explodes and i think you know you could almost look at badu's for truth procedures and say, well, there's different ways that the id manifests itself in love, in politics, mm-hmm. in science, and in art, right? Like, especially art, that there's these yeah. moments where, you know, we would add sports, I think, as our fifth yeah, truth procedure. The, the fifth truth procedure. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. The, the one to conquer them all. Yeah, that's right. I mean, the real fifth one is religion, I think, that Badu represses. But Needless, nonetheless, it's it's it, what the point is that that no matter how many there are, that that the that miraculous point comes out of an id pressure or an id mm-hmm. force that that is again exce- an excess of the social order, but in some way destructive of that everyday the everydayness of the social order. So this is interesting, can. Can I make the political turn here? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. because what I find so um, before uh, before the pandemic, um, uh, we we had a, we had plans to to do 
in one episode, which now seems crazy. Yes. Uh, in one <laughs> in one episode, we were going to do id ego super ego, and we were going to um, align each idea with one of the three prominent U.S. political figures uh, at the time, which because there was still a Democratic primary before the sad demise uh, of the person we supported, right? Yes, yes of course. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes. So we were going to talk about um, Sanders. Uh, Biden and Trump as being uh, how they were aligned to each of these three um, ideas. And then obviously the pandemic happened and we shelved it. And now we're coming back to it. So, but so we're going to, we are going to do that plan. I think it makes sense to do uh, in this third episode to kind of tie everything together and not just talk about like the, the id by itself, but you know, how, how it acts with the two other registers yeah. um, because these things are intrinsic and they're inseparable from each other. But Correct. something that's, I, that's before we, I think it's obvious if you've listened to the previous two, it would be clear uh, who is aligned with what register. But um, something before we get into that, I find it so interesting that in the common sense um, of the of the term, in the popular sense, id is a negative. Treat right. it as a negative. Right. To always and treat it as negative. Right. Always right. as a negative. Like the Amer- Like oh, this is appealing to the American is. Yeah, is right. a, a phrase I feel like I've seen in newspaper, uh, you know, mainstream newspapers. I've seen, like I've, a I've lot seen of it ad nauseum, right? Like it's and and the American id is is identified with racism, sexism, sure. homophobia, yes. violence, yes. all these things, mm-hmm. right? Like everything. That's all id formations, right? Yeah, yeah, always, and so. If we're what what I think is, so is we're trying is to redeem the id in that sense. Trying to redeem the id. Well, yeah, to 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 um to see its radical potential because right. it's like I, what I like what you did is uh, I thought um to not skip past this was that the three principles that that sort of that I laid out uh, at the beginning about like the insistence on 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 subjectivity as a split subject and you know this the the, the dialectical contradiction. And and how intractable that is, and and the the radical act and its possibility, you didn't put each one with like oh one of those is the id and one right, of those is the right, ego and one right, of those is super right, ego. Right. You were really clear, and I think right to make those are all qualities of the id, right? At least in the way that we're arguing and right. So we're it really forward. an id show here. You could say. we're an id show. <laughs> yeah, yes, I think that. Yeah, yeah why yeah. id? No, so let's a, talk but, about. But it's funny, yeah. isn't it? Funny. Just I I don't want to interrupt for too long, but I just I, I find yeah. it funny that the paucity of discussion about the id among like people that we are totally aligned with, like Lacan himself, mm-hmm. obviously Slavoj, mm-hmm. has he ever mentioned the id? Maybe once when he just does that thing about the house in psycho and locates mm-hmm. the id in the basement. Right. But, but that very mm-hmm. rarely Joan, almost never Alenka almost. Never. So there's like a really just an absence of discussion, even though I think if you had to ask all these theorists, okay, you got to be on one of the three sides. Which mm-hmm, are you on? Mm-hmm. Every one of them would say without any hesitation, oh, I'm on the side of the id, not on the side of those yeah. other two. So that's mm-hmm. pretty fascinating, right? It's almost like it's instead of superego by default, it's almost like id by default. <laughs> like like yeah, we're all yeah, on the yeah, side yeah. of the id by default. And so this episode is just trying to make explicit what has been between the lines up to this point, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's I think that's really nice. Um, yeah, no, really good. Like I'm, I'm you're you're saying like other people like Mari. Did Mari ever talk? Mari about, never talks about, about the id. No, never talk no, about the id. no. Yeah, interesting. But critique yeah, I mean, of the like, ego. Mari critique of the ego. Mari critique of the super ego. So <laughs> it's again the same kind of the same me same kind of thing. Like 
like I'm not, I'm included in the group that I'm criticizing. Like, like, yes, like I've never, I have, right. I've never written the word id except in my email to you. Oh, I'm getting ready for the id podcast. Like I've never written it. In a, it was, in a, and I want to be—I want to be clear, just a little behind the curtain. It wasn't an email; it was a text. It was a I text, got a text, right. text from Todd right. last night, and it just said "id tomorrow?" <laughs> question mark. That's it. And at first, it didn't even make sense to me as a sentence. I was like, "Id tomorrow?" And I was like, "Well, I'd like to. I would like to wake up. I think that would be oh, id tomorrow. Yeah, we're doing that. Yeah. So that's um, no, but I think I think that's right. I, that's like, right. Um, so and you I could think check is, my entire email folders, and there would be no references <laughs> to the id. So right. It's, it's that thing that, like earlier, that we were talking about 10 minutes ago, there's an assumed value to it. And right. I think, like, even for the people who would think about um, ego in a way that is, you know, close, uh, that, that is either uh, that either pushes or propels um, psychoanalytic thought, like, in, you know, in the way that uh, Zizek does, or, or, or is at least faithful to it, like, you know, yourself and, and everyone else you just named, um, the, it does not come up and i think p- perhaps perhaps some of it is an implicit thing i don't know maybe if you asked um uh you know if you asked Slavoj why that was or you asked Alenka why that was maybe they would say that like they get more out of the the drive and the drive just seems yeah, like yeah you know really yeah. cr- crucial it's for clearer for to say drive than to say it I, th- I think they would say something i mean i would say something like that <laughs> i mean i could ask myself <laughs> the question it. too um yes but, Todd, why do you avoid it let's, yeah let's, i don't let's, let's I, tease that yeah up. I, I yeah i would just say that for i i would answer just like you said like i i okay. when i'm talking about drive i'm really talking about it and so i or even desire mm-hmm. i'm talking about mm-hmm. it so i just think those terms might be a little more specific in a way mm-hmm. that it is general, but but I don't have a good answer. I mean, I think that it is. I, I wonder if if we talk to if if we had an analyst to talk to us, <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it wouldn't be a little different. Although I'm I'm tempted to say no because, you know, I've read whatever like Carol Owen, Stephanie Swales, Molly Rothenberg, mm-hmm. like actually mm-hmm. practicing analysts and. I never, there's not like, they have tons of references to ego either. Right. So, or I mean, mm-hmm, I thought that was a funny slip. I can't even, really I can't even put it in. They don't have tons <laughs> of references to it either. So I, I'm not sure that it's that, like it's a theory practice divide really. No. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't, I, that, it doesn't pop to me like yeah. one of those things yeah. that, 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 that way either. Um, so Let's talk about this politically. Yeah, let's talk about this. The, the coordinates very clear. So the um, we talked about this in the first episode in Superego that um, Superego is aligned with Trump, All right? And in most mainstream uh, sort, I mean, you even see it now is that like Trump gets aligned with it, right? Um, I think we should give front credit a little credit to our friend Russell Cerilia, who I think was the first to publicly take up this position. Although a lot of us were talking about it, but he was maybe the first. to. Yeah. Nice. I think. Right. I think so, maybe. Yeah. A fellow uh, Italian. Yes, so that's, that's right. good. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. No. So, like, hey, Russ. Yeah. Uh, the I, I. Yeah. Absolutely. It's really very important. Like the the and it's also and I I think even now in this like present political moment that um, tie of Trump to id is uh, makes the idea I think like poisonous for really like any right like, uh, like no a left, a no that's right that's figure. right. Well, yeah. that's an interesting idea for why more people don't openly identify with it because it's become so associated with Trump and the far right that it seems toxic, right? Like you don't want to take yeah. that up. You don't want to be associated no. with that. 
you wouldn't, especially since there's really only one right winger that you could like, and that's Mohamed Salah, uh, best <laughs> footballer in the world. Anyway, let's continue. Okay. So the um <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, I surprised you with that one. Yeah, so the um uh so this is only supportable. This idea Trump and it, as 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 it is only supportable by not uh, properly like interrogating the concept. The, uh, the concept. Yeah. Yeah. And and it, and it is only like possible to go back to the our lord of the flies you know sophomore year high school uh of you know english example of like this oh it's like this base this low instinct this anti-social thing like literally anti-social not the way that people say about people who are asocial but anti-social as in like destructive to the social um and that's the only that's the only way that you could arrive uh, at that idea and so Leave that there. Park that for a second. Yep. Um, I think the one that is simple is like like a, a Joe Joey Bags as a, as ego. Yeah, well, I think pretty, I think we would agree with the popular consensus on this one, right? Like, I think so too. That Biden is the figure of ego. He's you know he's been in the like led like if you had to divide, the, you could even play this game with the three parts of the American government, right? Like like the mm-hmm. the legislature the the. The, the judiciary oh, and the executive, right? But yeah. he's he, yeah. even though he's the executive now, he's so associated mm-hmm. with the legislative, which seems mm-hmm. egoic, right? It's like it seems yes. like it's just the thing that just kind of keeps the gears running, and he seems like that kind of figure, which I think is why his current problems with the legislative branch are maddening to him because he thought, mm-hmm. well, this is the one thing that I can do. I can handle this better than my predecessor Barack Obama, right? Like I can, I can, I don't know how to have dealings with the legislative branch because I'm a good egoic figure. Like I think he even almost sees himself in the way that both we and the popular imagination sees him. So I I think he's the clearest and it's almost uncontroversial to identify him with ego. Yeah, I think so. And especially that like, you know, as we said in the the previous episode, the, the, um, you know, there's something a little bit more going on you know we want we want we at least in the psychoanalytic sense you want to talk about ego and resistance right and and the like the like it's actually that's it's at that spot of resistance where you see the like the, the the ego doing its work but in the um and i you know what that actually is even appropriate as well to think about with 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 biden who does like uh, has to this point like shied away from the like real resistances within like you know his own party um well i have uh, to say i i i just i have to make a confession like he surprised me i thought he would be much more much less open to bernie's political program than he has been i'll just you know like i mean i know it's going to get cut down by these few senators and it's going to end up probably not even passing and being nothing but he 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 embraced it initially, so I I don't know I, I I I have to say I was I was surprised by him, as a, a econo- on economic question on an economic yeah. yeah I mean it's certainly like um and also he hasn't started a war yet I mean that's <laughs> no I mean like I was yeah no those are big things I yeah. was fully convinced that if Hillary Clinton was elected we would be at war with, in Syria within months right like that yeah, like, like that. You have said that to me before. You know, yeah. so so I, I yeah. and I thought I mean Biden voted for the Iraq war, he voted he voted for the Afghanistan war, so I don't know. I mean it, it seems like it's and he seems like we're not I don't 
I mean, maybe it's just become quieter, but the Obama incessant drone strikes seem to be less uh, less frequent under Biden. I don't know. So maybe there's some. So you so you think that there is a um, and 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 I don't know an, an egoic. Um, uh, what would be the what would be the word? What do I want to? I don't know. Maybe like he's a, been a little bit infected by the the figure we're going to call the id in a couple of seconds. <laughs> in a couple of seconds. Okay. Well, that's interesting. So yeah. well, I mean, and that's not a bad. You know what, Todd McGowan, nice transition. So we, um, uh, so obviously we put Trump on the side of superego for the reasons that we talked about, but we will reiterate them. We will reiterate. Um, them. Yeah. Bernie, who popularly the popular idea of the superego as this like place of judgment. Right. That would be, I think, where people would put uh, Bernie Sanders. But right, Bernie because Sanders, isn't it because Ryan he wants to like attack? If you're you enjoy yourself too much, you earn too much money. He wants to limit that. He wants to tax. He wants to rein you yes. in, right? And so that's why he's super egoic. That's what it, it yes in the in the popular in the, sense, right? Not he, in my not in my yeah. not in our sense, but yeah. he is on the side of the id and Todd. Why that is such a good transition and why is is a nice tie to like these things that Biden has done that surprise you is that like uh, was a great phrase where it was eagle shall eagle be shall be right right and right. so like all the things that you laid out about being you know surprised about Biden were really his. Um, acquiescence and like acceptance of Sanders positions, positions Sanders been at for like, like for like forty years. A right, lot of them. right. Let me let's, let's just talk about that phrase and then yeah. and then lead into Sanders as it because I think that so Lacan very so the the phrase comes from the new introductory lectures on psychoanalysis that Freud wrote very late in his life in the thirties. And never actually, they weren't lectures. So unlike the first introductory <laughs> lectures, which were delivered, the later ones were just published because his jaw hurt so much he couldn't speak. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he the, the line is, it's the, it comes at the end of one lecture, Vo es var, soll ich werden. Like where, and, mm-hmm. and you said it exactly, like where it was, there I shall be. So mm-hmm. it gets translated as mm-hmm. where the id was, the ego shall be, and Freud's describing what psychoanalysis does, like the psychoanalytic cure. Lacan mm-hmm. famously says, and, and, and it's a pretty interesting and good point. He's like, well, Freud couldn't have meant that because anytime he refers to those as agencies, he uses the definite article, the, the ego, the id, right? Mm-hmm. And in mm-hmm. the sentence, vo es var, there's no, it's not vo das es var, Right, like it's not. Interesting. It's yeah. not where the it. It's just where it was. There I shall be. So Lacan's claim is we have to translate it as where it was. There I shall be. So it's a kind of like seeing the way in which there's this exactly what we were talking about with Biden and Sanders. Like seeing the way in which there's this id moment, this that, mm-hmm. this it that takes you by surprise, and you're like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, I didn't really. Did I mean to say that? Did I say I didn't say that? Is that I didn't do that. I didn't want to do that. And then taking that and saying, oh, no, wait, that is me. That is my subjectivity. Yeah. That thing that seemed strange to me is the manifestation of my unconscious. I have to take responsibility for that. So it's, and it would be, isn't it? So that's how, that's how Lacan, I think, really rightly rereads that line from Freud. Whether Freud's talking about the agencies or just talking about the id and the eye, or the it and the I, I think it, mm-hmm. it's still Lacan's reading makes a lot of sense for how Freud conceives of what psychoanalysis does. Yeah. Oh, very, yeah, very nicely put. And, and it is like, I mean, and I think that that concrete 
political example, I think makes it very, very clear. Isn't it like, amazing? It, it's amazing, right? It, it, like, like yeah. there are these intrusions by Bernie, right? And, and then just these little things. And then, and then, you know, <laughs> I just want to say something quickly. Whatever Slavoy yeah, sure. retur- refers to me ever in public, it's always, <laughs> you know, he's from up there and Bernie, he's like Bernie's friend. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Slavoy, I don't know Bernie. <laughs> it's like, it's a very strange, he's like, Vermont is just such a small, it is small. So I have seen him, which is strange yeah, sure. to have seen your senator, but, but it's not that small that I would, would know him anyway. Uh, but, but isn't it what he like makes these little intrusions and makes mm-hmm. these incredible, okay, not all incredible. Some are just, you know, standardly democratic socialist kind of not even that Positions. Uh, mainstream. Yeah. But in America, it's it's like wildly radical, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's also realizable, which is unlike other, like communism in America, right? Like it's, it, unless mm-hmm. we're going to, you know, t- go to the barricades, that's probably not happening. And even then, probably not. But right. And so, so they're, they're realizable. He, he lays them out, and then Biden all of a sudden moves over to those positions. So it's just like Biden underwent a kind of psychoanalytic cure at points uh, in the political s- schema of things. It's interesting, too, that like the like and I mean, this is the thing that, that frustrates. I mean, I think it frustrates me. I think it frustrates a lot of people is that the position that Biden then adopts is a sanitized version of the one that Bernie has. Right. And, but that's exactly in keeping with this. Like, cause it's not like, I think that, and that, and I think that's an important thing to, to maintain is that it's not like, like where it was ego shall be. It's, it's not, I, I think I wouldn't want to insist on the exactitude of that. And I don't think Lacan really would. Well, I either. think Lacan by, by, by translating it where, as where it was there, I shall be, he's saying, mm. he's saying he gets those agencies out of there. Like that's his yeah. point. His point yeah. is Freud isn't even talking about those agencies at all. What Freud's talking about is you're confronted with this manifestation of the unconscious that you that seems foreign to you, mm-hmm. and then you have to take responsibility for that as your that that's me. Like I, I mean, Lacan famously says, I think it's the end of seminar two, right? I am that, right? Like that's yeah. the Mm-hmm. And that, and, and of course, if that is the saw in French, like then it's again like I'm identified with this explosion of the id that mm. seems like it's something totally outside of my control. It seems whatever animalist. It seems like it's not part of me, but I have to say like no, I said it, so it's part of me. You know, there's a, an amazing moment in the great movie Three Days of the Condor where Robert Redford great is Christmas look, film, great Christmas film, right? Uh, my favorite Christmas film. Uh, but, That's right. But, so Faye Dunaway has these photographs and mm-hmm. Robert Redford's looking at her photographs and she goes, you know, every once in a while I take a photograph that's not like me, but I took it, mm. so it must be me. And he goes, I'd like, to, I'd like to see those photographs. And she goes, you don't know me well enough. And he goes, I'd like to get you to know you well enough. And she goes, I don't think you'll be around for very long. It's a great, it's an incredible <laughs> exchange. But the point is like, even in the thing that, that, I thought it was so incredible because she's like, even in the thing that seemed not like me, I have to, I have to, even against my own sense, I have to see that that is me. That's really nice. Do you, so this would, the, the point I was getting at, and it's, I would be willing to be convinced otherwise. Do you, do you not think that there's a slight domestication 
that is involved in the, no, no, no. I don't think e- so. No, Why do you think, think that? that? Why do you? Because well, I don't. I, I guess. Go ahead. I, I guess I think. Well, I guess what I would say is that like I, I don't know. I think the like the the radicality of the it as we've been talking about it. I almost think is too much. No. Oh no. To, no. 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 Uh, I, you don't think so? No. I agree. No. I'm. I'm saying no. Okay. Like I agree with you. Like I. Oh. Okay. <laughs> like I agree totally that when when okay. like when Biden moves a little bit to the Sanders position, he's still domesticating it, and he's not yeah. really. Mm-hmm. He's not doing. But I, I, my point is, Lacan's reading of that line from Freud is not that. Mm. I don't think it has to do with ego. I see. Like I think it has I to see. do oh, with okay. Okay. Right. with mm-hmm. the subject seeing itself mm-hmm. in its id outburst. So, and again, we talked okay. about okay. when we talked about ego that one of the things Lacan wants to do is to, whereas what Freud called the ego, mm-hmm. das ich, the I. Lacan wants mm-hmm. to say subjectivity, ego, totally different. Like the, the it, je in French, le moi, the, the I and the me, the, the me is the ego for him, right? And the, the mm-hmm. subject is the, the I, which is, which is aligned with the id. So I actually think he's saying, like, where this, out, where this thing is that I don't know what it is, I have to take responsibility for that as, as me, not as an ego. I don't think... I, I see. I, I, I'm just... I'm separating the reading of that line from our reading of Biden and and uh, and Sanders. Yeah. So you one one uh, one steps into one steps into the um, uh, what would what would it be the uh, like the the estimate. Yes, uh, exactly, like, exactly, production? exactly, okay. exactly, right, right, okay. exactly. Like you step see, into your estimacy. You step yeah. into your estimacy. Exactly, okay. exactly. But nice. that's not that can never be if you're thinking in terms of ego. Ego ego can never go far enough, right? Because it's always. Mm-hmm. It's isn't it? Aren't we seeing it with Biden? Right? Like it's it's always its tendency is always to compromise. Right? Like yeah. rather than mm-hmm. like call Joe Manchin into his office and say, "Look, I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse." <laughs> right, 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 like, right. Like, look, I got I know some people. <laughs> Sorry, you're going to vote for this. It's just like that's no. Instead, he's like, "Oh, <laughs> let's give in a trillion dollars. Let's give in another trillion. Maybe he'll eventually he'll agree, but he doesn't. Right? So yeah, yep. So yep. it's like he's in he's unable to have. I'm not even kidding, right? Like to have the force of the act, right? Like to have, to be willing to do what it takes to make the act happen. And that's what, that's what it does. And ego doesn't have that. So it again comes back to our principle, right? That, that it is on the side of that radical act, that radical intrusion that, that can, has the ability to shatter everything. Which is precisely why the mainstream American, uh, news, agencies, papers, the uh, CNN, like they do correctly identify the threat to not democracy. Like they say democracy, but it's a, an equivocation, but it basically like Bernie Sanders and the things, the things that he wants, which is basically just what like every, you know, European country has that we could the and, and a lot of things that Canada has that we, that could easily happen here, but it's a threat to business as usual. And so if you equivocate, you know, democracy with like business as usual and status quo, then yes, he is a, a threat to that. But it, it, it is a proper identification of the the potential, the transformative uh, radical potential of the id that, you know, Sanders occupies in the position that we're putting him in in this. Uh, in yeah, this I, I actually I'm not sure I agree, Ryan, because I think that okay. I think if you instituted some of the things that Sanders wants in America, I think they would be radically different than what they are in Europe. Right, like, because, by necessity, sure, sure. Well, just be, for this reason, because I think that Europe, 
is able to have a certain kind of social safety net, right? Because mm-hmm. the the figure of the immigrant is so like certain people are just so radically excluded from that, right? And I think I think there's a kind of like openness to. I, I, I never would celebrate America. I, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm as against America as anybody. But, but I think there's a kind of like, and I know Trump is, is, has problematized this, and I know Biden has put people in cages too on the border. But, but there is a kind of like openness to, to, to immigration in America that is not. I don't think exists in Europe, right? Like, like that's interesting. There, like in France, they're, they they likely could elect Eric Zemmour, who's who's basically like insisting on white French identity and, and that immigration is destroying the country. And like, like even Trump, that, that ha- was that, un- that undergirded Brexit too. It's, it's uh, yeah, absolutely. Right. Right. Like, yeah. that, like mm-hmm. that sense of like, we, this is like our country is this. And, and the, the people, like I, I, I had a student who came back. He, he loved Germany. I just saw him <laughs> a week and a half ago. His name is Will Fitz. And he came back and he's like, He's like, I went to Germany loving it. I had traveled there, and I loved, loved, loved it. The people were great. He goes, but then I went and tried to live there as an immigrant. He's a white guy, white with blonde hair, right? Mm-hmm. Tried to live there as an immigrant. And I, I couldn't, I, they, it made it impossible for me to get a job. When I got a job, they just, the employer just stole my wages, and I had no possible recourse because I was an immigrant. And like, it was like, it was a, for him, it was a total nightmare. And he said, mm. and and not only that, but like socially, completely like ac- ac- excluded, right? Even though, again, like white guy, you're looks German, even speaks German utterly fluently. So I I thought that was a pretty fascinating thing, and it was kind of eye opening for me because I, you know, I I I just I was I was I started a conversation by like, oh yeah, I was in Berlin. It's the greatest city. I love Berlin. He's like, okay, yeah, yeah. you know, that's a little annoying because you know you go there, you got all your money, and you, you know, uh, and, and he like lived on the streets of Berlin. So I, you know, I it's, but but I thought it was an interesting, and and I thought, well, isn't doesn't that mean that if you make the kind of Sanders intervention here, it would have maybe mm-hmm. a more radical effect than it would. In that it, that the same kind of thing does in Europe because sure. of a kind of closed offness against the outside. I don't know. Maybe that's just totally wrong, and I'm well, willing to be no, totally, in- totally wrong. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's interesting. I mean, um, I you know I, I guess that um, I, you you know I know you you listen to the to, to news in German and and French and and in French, and you keep up with those things. So I'm willing to take your word for it on a little bit. And it like what you're saying is also I mean like this is Slavoj's on this. He's been on this for a long time as well. The about the the figure of the the immigrant in Europe yeah. not being properly um, theorized or understood. I mean, obviously, the, it's and, true in America yeah. too, right? Like, there's, I mean, Trump's yeah. whole election campaign was basically about demonizing the immigrant. So it's no, not, but it's inter- I think it's interesting that like even the um, I I guess this is a okay. So what you're saying is that even the um, like the starting point for the U.S. political position on this, uh, even having this idea, this and this is a, of the the United States as a um, as a as a nation of immigrants, right? Like that's yeah, like a that's my point. That's tell. my point. Like right. e- even that, even though that is of course like that like totally ideological, totally a myth, it, totally yeah. ideological. It is like based anti-indigenous, like even but even that 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 starting. There's point. something about that I think that change that makes. 
that gives people a different attitude toward immigration. I think. I think. I, maybe that's wrong. Maybe it's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And, you well, know, I think you're making it so that we're probably have to do an immigration episode. Yeah, probably point, so, which will get earn us a lot more friends. But, but I mean, like, <laughs> like, like, I think that you know. But I, I do think that there's so I, I do like again this idea of Sanders as the American id, because mm. there. I, my, my only point in raising this was to say I think there is something radically disruptive about him, and. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, Slavoj loves that image of him at the inauguration where he's sitting with those mittens and sort right, of off right. to the side. By the way, those mittens were made by the spouse of someone in the English department at University of Vermont. And no way. It's true. And, and, and they're, they, she, she sold the whatever recipe or what do you call it? Like the, the <laughs> formula. And I like recipe. Let's not get the, okay, let's not get the real word. Okay. The recipe for the mittens to Vermont yeah. Teddy Bear Company. Uh, and then okay. gave away the nicely gave away the profits except I I appreciated this except for the money to send their daughter to college so for the rest they <laughs> she gave away but I thought that was pretty that was pretty cool that there so and she just what she just sent them to Bernie as a like mm. made the mittens and out of like other materials that she had and just sent them to him and then and then he wore them and then they became this incredible incredible the, yeah. fashion or the meme material yeah, yeah and merch merch right like people love the yes. merch like give me the merch yeah <laughs> give me the merch so uh which which is uh um i don't think that's an id position is it no or i don't think it, it is i think it, uh, sadly i think it's super egoic because you that's never have super, enough merch right like that's the whole you never have enough that's the well whole so point. yeah so this just this um triangulation like where like we, which Speaking we of are that, still can, I, in. can I get my Y Theory T-shirt? <laughs> I, I can't get that. That's funny. Somebody just emailed me about this that we need to. We should have merchandise, but I that's, it seems. Yeah, I can barely keep up with the 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 while well, my students' emails and I'm, yeah. I now you know what has started to happen is that I um like the the emails that I send my students is basically say like hey I've we should just meet on on zoom because I can't, like, I can't even like, yeah, I can't yeah. do the email. Yeah. So now, so now the, uh, the, 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 the listener experience where you, you're listening to me and not getting an email for me <laughs> is the same as my student experience. So, um, so there That's we go. There so we it go. finally happened. Yeah. Um, the, uh, but I just to uh, like this, this, um, triangulation, yeah. um, even though we have a pandemic and there was an election and you know, it's like, like basically this is like 18 months after we it's still the same. this episode initially, it's still the same. Yeah. yeah. We are still in this in, in, and part of the reason is, is just the, like the, just a massive hold that, um, you know, business, like yeah. just like corporate yeah. influence and, and capitalism yeah. has in, in this country. But it's also like, um, that we are starting the, the United States starts from a, a far more rightward. Uh, it's incredible uh, political perspective yeah. than I think is generally acknowledged. Although I think it's like growing in acknowledgement yeah. here, but yeah. it's it's just like the um, the it's, idea that because you have to like the idea that, and this would be one thing that 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 like uh, that Europe is much more. Uh, I I don't know. I, I mean, civilized in a very literal sense on this is yeah. that like the idea that government should do things for people, not a controversial opinion in a number of different countries, or at least historically right. has not been. Whereas here that is like, well, no, that's a, Ryan, that's a like, controversial. Even take. the right wing parties in, in Europe are, are not against that position. Right. Yeah. Like, so yeah, that's, yeah. it's bizarre, right? Like the, like the, the, what used to be the front national, the, the, 
I think it's the national rally or something. I forget the, the French word. Um, mm-hmm. Or like the off day in, in Germany. Like they're not, they're not, they're not like anti-government. They're anti-immigrant. But they're yeah. not anti-government. So yeah, that's, that's a, that's a real thing. It's interesting. Don't you think it's interesting that Jefferson's idea was that agrarian rural life gave people mm-hmm. a better sense of their own sense of, as a free subject and their link to others. And he was just totally wrong about that. You know, like, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. that, I think that the reason why we still have that incredible sense of, 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 of like anti-state, which that's how I would see it, anti-statist view, like any yeah. kind of, any kind of state intrusion is, is, is dictatorial and, and, and tyrannical. I think we have that idea because we're, it's such a, we're still basically, there's so much of this agrarian rural mentality, you know, like Mar- I, I, that line of Marx, I think applies so much to a lot of America, like the, the idiocy of rural life, right? Like that, mm. I mean, I know that's a harsh thing to say, but in my, my friend, Mac Davis, and, he gets that's so where you grew up. <laughs> it is where I grew up. So I, I have, yeah. I have an experience with it, but, uh, I don't know. I just feel like that is really, I think Jefferson is just wrong. Like that, that mm. it's actually, there's something about urban life that gets people more of a sense of their own freedom and the link between that freedom and the freedom of the other. I, well, I mean, I think that it is the, I mean, that's why like the, the most, like the young, like progressive, uh, parts of this like country politically, like in, in the, the house of representatives, like we're talking about people who are all like from like cities, basically. Right. Like, like I mean, like Ocasio Cortez is from Bronx. The point is that, that in each case, just, you're exactly right. That they're, they're identical, like these much more left wing parts of, I mean, they're barely in the democratic party as Ocasio Cortez once said, mm-hmm. like, I can't believe I'm in the same party as Biden. Right. Like, yeah. like she said in yeah. a real, I think she said something like in a real democracy, we wouldn't even be in the same party. And mm-hmm. so that, mm-hmm. ex, that part of the, of the, like that leftist only has its expression in, in urban America, right? Like there's well, no because you, you, rural. And especially, and especially in New York where, and I like, I, like I hasten to add, like I, I, I think, I think transportation is a huge thing here. Like I think that the, like the subway like in public transportation being a real option in a place like New York city, um, as opposed to it being an option in Los Angeles is part of the reason for that, uh, political like the right. actual politics of collectivity right. coming from those kinds of cities. Whereas with, um, and, and I, I don't think, I don't, I don't think I've earned, earned my, my, my keep here long enough to have a big hit on Los Angeles politics. But I think like one of, one of the things that you hear from people out here is that you can have the LA that you want. Right. It's like a, right. it's like a big, big thing here. And I think that, so it's much you know, more the, particularist really. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. And I think that like, it's part of the car culture and just like the way things are. And like, I, there are like legitimate, like, you know, there are earthquakes here. So subway is not like the, not the superest idea <laughs> right. uh, to, to have in a, in a, in a place like this. So right. like there, that's right. a, and that's a real practical concern, but I but think highways collapse too, right? Like Highways collapse. I mean, I remember collapse, yeah. I, Hillary was living there during that earthquake where the, the, the whole big part, people, many people were killed when the highway collapsed. Is that the, um, or was the it, one I forget the name was, of it. Yeah, it was like was, early nineties. Um, it was early. Yeah, 90s. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I think this is probably Northridge. Northridge. There you go. 
there you so go. So that uh, interrupted the production of Simpsons episodes, I think, between season uh, five and six or six and seven. Wow. You didn't need to know that. but Well, so that was the real tragedy of it, I think. That, <laughs> I mean, it really was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think it's in, okay, so let's, uh, let's, let's to come back to it, because I think, isn't it, isn't the real way that we want to intervene and, and kind of shake up the, and this is tied to this identification of Bernie with id and shake up the, mm-hmm. the, the, the doxa is to say that even the collective action is actually an id action, right? Like even, mm-hmm. so these things that we're talking about, like these people that are able to come from the, the places where people are more together and mm-hmm. as distinguished from people that live in a rural area, like, they're able structurally. To, I want to be really clear on that. That's that, that's your point. It's that it's a structural absolutely, like, absolutely uh, uh, to, to, uh, togetherness. That is like it's 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 almost like it's forced. So it's like on the you know like there's not the yeah. So the the like um the imbrication of the of the social on the individual is structurally there. It's apparent and that which is a a very which is the standpoint uh, from which like a lot of the like I think psychoanalysis best like insights politically speaking uh, come from right is that like right. yeah you just you just cannot escape it so anyway I just right no that's right and then and then the it is what allows you to see this link to the collective and the isn't mm-hmm. it isn't it that you see how the collective exceeds itself so it's not just it's not just an assembly of people together i'm sorry i had a little dig at assemblage theory on uh, totally unconsciously but it's not just an assembly <laughs> of people together right mm-hmm. like it's a it's mm-hmm. there's something in the collective more than the collective to put it in yeah. lacan's terms right mm-hmm. and that and mm-hmm. that is the site of this drive that then creates change and i think that's what drives like they feel like i can't you know like the line from luther here i stand i can do no other right like that that is the really the statement of id and that's a col- that's a collectivist statement because what you're saying is I'm going to I'm oftentimes I'm doing this on behalf of the collective even though the collective mm. doesn't if you polled them they would be against right like isn't that what's interesting like Badu says when de when de Gaulle you know defied Pétain and 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 resisted the Nazis like he mm. was he was speaking he said this and Badu's like he's right he was speaking for all of France Right, like he was France at that moment, like, and the people that were capitulating to the like Pétain and all the people that were capitulating and collaborating, they were they were not being they were not part of the collective at that moment, right? So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I so even if it's not the collective in terms of its polling or voting or it's like it's are they in touch with this thing that's in it more than it that constitutes it and that then that drives it forward in ways that we would say are are emancipatory, right? Like fighting against the Nazi occupation, like fighting mm-hmm. for a living wage, fighting, you know, whatever the thing is, right? Fighting for universal health care. In this example, the, like to go back to, to World War II and the Nazi, Nazi occupation of yeah, France, yeah. like the, um, who was it, Pétain you were Pétain, talking about? Yeah, yeah. he was okay. the Maréchal, the, the, the leader of the leader of Vichy France, yeah. okay. Is that not actually a more instinctual position, as in self-preservation? Correct. Like, Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yes, I think that's right. Like, like if you see Pétain versus De Gaulle, like De Gaulle put himself in tremendous risk, right? Like, yeah. the only risk for Pétain was after the war, if the Allies win, then he's going to be in in trouble. But, <laughs> but, but 
at the moment, you're right. Like the instinct of, if we want to call it that, and inst- I don't know that mm-hmm. we, I don't know if I believe we, we don't have, have to. to. I just, no, I'm just I, I, to, but to, I see to what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah, see yeah. what you're mm-hmm. saying. I think, I mean, I think we sh- could talk a whole thing about is there an instinct to survive in, in the yeah. human subject, right? Like, I think that's a real question. I think, like, all of our friends in biology would think we were moronic for even calling that into question, but I guess for me, it's a genuine question. But, uh, yeah. but, but, but I, th- I do think you're right to say that, that if there's an instinct in that dynamic, the instinct is on the side of Peyton and the drive is, or the it is on um, the side of de Gaulle. Yes. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. And that, and that puts Peyton on the side of, uh, like I would say of, uh, of ego. Ego. Right. Right. And so, so, that so would, if there's, a, if there's, a, so to line up survival instinct would be to line up with ego, right? Like that's where, yes. if we're, if we're going to have to divvy it out, that's where we would put mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about. Like, like if it, just to, to go back to the absolute beginning, is that like where the, like the, the, it, like the animal instinct thing that comes in when people talk about the drive is like, it's always this like, it's always like a like a wild animal. Yeah. Like it's it's always it's something like overly aggressive. But like if we really want to put instinct, and Freud does differentiate between the two, right? As we talked right. about in the beginning of this, right. if you really want to do put instinct in this, I, I it's I think it's on the side of the ego. Yeah, I know. It's cer- it's certainly a, not on the side of the ego. Ryan, it's a great point. Like, why does that? Part- why is why do tigers always get imagined? <laughs> When we think yeah. of instinct, why isn't it a sloth or something? Right? Like, <laughs> like, oh, there's my instinct is the sloth, right? Like, it is, it's just fascinating to me that the animal that gets picked out is like that stands for the animal. And it's always like a leopard yeah. or a tiger or something, right? Like, it's never. It's a hunter. It's, it's a an hunter. Apex predator. Right. right yeah. Right, right. yeah. It's never a bird. Or a <laughs> you know like a a, a fish butterfly. or something butterfly yeah. right a hummingbird you know like right like yeah. it's just it's kind of crazy isn't it like the way the metaphor itself is is so is so revelatory I think mm, mm-hmm. yeah literal begging the question right yeah 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 that's a good one so Tom McGowan can you tell us what the lesson is. Are we at the lesson already, Ryan? Uh, I don't know. I was feeling it. Okay, well, no, what okay, do you got? You yes. got more? No, no, well, no, no. I was just gonna. I was gonna <laughs> say this. I was gonna say. I think that I like the political, but I also think mm-hmm. that that I I feel like that the the understanding the id also means to understand the way in which it's in contradiction with itself. And I, I thought, I guess that's what I mm. thought we didn't fully explore, but I'm, I'm happy sure. to stop for the lesson. But, but, uh, cause I, 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 no, no, I no, no. let's, let's tease that out. Okay. So, like, like, cause I think yeah, we did talk it. about the radical act and I think we did talk about the way in which id for us is identical with subjectivity. Right. So those mm-hmm. two things, I think we, we fleshed out a little bit, but I think not this idea that, that to act, to follow the id is never just, to have a direct thing that you do, it's always to confront this way in which you're at odds with yourself, right? So I think, yeah. and I, my sense is that the other well, can two... I, can I pause you yeah, for yeah, a second? Yeah, please, because do, that's, please do. That's, that is exactly, in the figure of Sanders, that is exactly what Sanders does that I think people align popularly with the superego as yes. this judgmental thing. Right. It's, it's 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 precisely that point, but right. and and anyway, now please, please yeah 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 no that's perfect that's that that feeds in right into what I was going to say, which is the other the problem is the other two agencies mm-hmm. are not I think they're ways of avoiding fundamental contradiction right like yes and and I, I think the the ways in which they do it are different but interesting right like superego is a is a 
constant pressure for more. Like you've capitulated a little bit. Is that enough? No, more, 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 mm-hmm. more, right? Like mm-hmm. that's the, that's how you know you're under the sway of the superego is that whatever you do, it's never enough. It always wants more from you, right? Mm-hmm. So anytime you have an authority that's acting like that, they're acting super egoically. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ego wants to bring, and so that's an, the, the ever more is an avoidance of some fundamental contradiction. Ego, what does it do? Mm-hmm. It says, oh, there are these two opposing forces. They're not contradictory. We can negotiate a common ground mm-hmm. between them, right? So it's interesting to me that it's only id that gives us the pressure of the contradiction. And so when you follow the id, the contradictions manifest. It's like, remember, Slavoj loves this example from Levi-Strauss where you have these two depictions of a village, right? And the one is a, it's a just circular hole, uh, and and then the other like and and the the members of the village that are part of the ruling elite see it as this circular whole organic whole, and mm-hmm. the 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 oppressed class sees the village in, as a division between two right. So you yeah. could say that it's only when you take the from the perspective of the ego everything is kind of the balanced whole, but from the perspective of the id everything is this tension this contradictory structure. So. It's really, really nice, and I'm gonna. Can I? Can I drop a and a, a previously for no reason would this would would he have ever come up a yes. a a new reference? Yes, at our 100th episode. Yes. Okay, John of Salisbury, medieval scholar. Okay, John of Salisbury, the body politic. Just just relevant. If you understand the body politic, it's just the same thing. Like like this idea, but he writes this thing about like how society is ordered, and that like obviously like the you know the king, the monarchs at the top. Right. That's the crown, the, the the head, and the you know the 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 people, the peasantry is at the bottom. The, like the very net, the necessity, like the like the legs, and it's like if you knew how to read and write, and you had the time to be able to write this like this kind of thing. Of course, there would be no problem with you explaining that like society depends on the legs. That's a peasantry, right. you know. Like right. that's exactly right. the point that you're, that right. you're making. It's right. only it's only from a position that doesn't have to be at the bottom <laughs> right. that you know <laughs> that you can that you can say that it's all like in this like this harmonious thing. And so right. that like the um, so I think this is really nice that like on the side of the the id is the um, exigence and the necessity for uh, social ch- change. There, there, there's, that's right. There's that's urgency right. on the side right. of the id. There's that urgency. There is not right. in, in the other, right. yeah, no, the that's, other positions. That's exactly right, Ryan, that, that all these things come together. It's this assertion of subjectivity that, mm-hmm. that accomplishes a radical act because mm-hmm. it's aware of the fundamental contradiction animating the social structure, right? So mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that that's, I think that, you know, to, to, I mean, maybe we've over-politicized the id, but I don't think so. I think mm-hmm. that there's something really... Freud obviously wouldn't have, wouldn't have wouldn't recognized have it, no. wouldn't have done it, or nor would Lacan. But I do think that there... That it, it, it's this... I, it'd be interesting to hear what Slavoj would think. <laughs> like, like, because yeah. it, cause it, it, he never has said this, obviously. But, but I think there is some... It's kind of implicit in... In what he, a lot of the things that he says, and and a lot of other like Alenka and Joan as well. So, well, you'll have to bring him back to your kitchen for another interview. Yes, someday, <laughs> someday we'll do another one. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I do. Yeah, do you know what would be the lesson, Ryan? Do you, do you have a the lesson? I, hear, I mean, isn't it always Heather's? I think. But yeah, Heather's. <laughs> we've had it's a previous lesson, but Heather's is a great lesson for this. Obviously, 
Three Days of the Condor we've already recommended many we times. We just yeah. And Lord of the Flies we don't want to recommend. Because don't want to reference, it's not, yeah. It's not a... Here's Nor my... the iceberg theory here, of, yeah. uh, of, of, of the psyche. Yeah, yeah. yeah so Hemingway would be a good... A good reference, because but here's my I I I I, 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 I was I was thinking of like what's the and I think my sense is there's only one film that does this and I've, we've never used it as the as the nice. lesson. So here's my I'm lesson: to hear this. it's it's watch Battleship Potemkin because Ooh. I think it is the only for one thing I think it's the only silent film other than comedies that's still mm-hmm. watchable as a film today. Like not as a, mm. you know what I mean? Not as a historical yeah. artifact, but as a like, you're really engaged in it. So that's obviously Keaton and Chaplin and Harold Lloyd, like they're still watchable, but that's a different thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I think what it, I think it's the only film in the history of cinema that has a collective hero and that mm. you're completely engaged in. And I think Eisenstein's other films like Strike and October, they just, they try to do the same thing and they fail. And you're like, wait a minute, where's Lenin in October? That's who I want someone to identify with because it just doesn't work. But in Potemkin, it works. There's a collect, you see, it's like a collective id expresses Mm. itself. And so that's why I think that's the the lesson. I want to. I yeah. want to add something onto this too. Is that obviously you know Potemkin is the is the great example of of, uh, of montage. That's know, right. The, the, That's right. That, that that crucial film technique, which in English it usually gets translated as editing, and that is does I think the same thing is the same kind of um, blunting the edge of the idea right. that happened um, when we you know the it is talked about as this uh as this thing that is like a an animalistic instinct because what happens with montage the idea like mo- like editing is like that's a, like a like a like a perfunctory thing you have to do editing right to do to to do a film like it just it has to happen but what's in montage is that like it is the like the specifically dialectical right. political potential right. of the succession of images right. that has to like deliver um the uh, on 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 really on the urgency that we like kind of ended, that's right that's uh, right right this it, on so yeah so montage is is the id concept and i think editing the the ego concept yeah that's definitely it's a great point it's a great point and i love what you said that and i think montage even when it gets talked about as montage with eisenstein what you said doesn't get said that the political it has to have a political charge or else it's not really montage, right? Like, right, like right, that right, never right. gets said there. It's like, it becomes this thing. Like it's just a technique you can do. Yeah. But, but, but I think that's a misreading of form, right? Like that the mm-hmm. form itself has to have this, you have to read the content of the form, which is political. Nice. All right. Excellent. Over and out, Ryan. Over and out, Todd. Thank you.